everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Valor and Virtue. I hope you guys have a really good day. I hope you had a good week last week. Um, and sorry, it's distracting. I just hope that you guys are doing well. Uh, today I'm excited because I'm going to talk about something that I've, I've talked about a little bit before. Um, I don't think I've ever done it on the podcast though, but today I want to talk about boundaries. And I'm going to kind of talk a little bit more specifically towards parents um, because especially when it comes to health and fitness, this is something that I hear a lot from moms and dads and trying to work on their fitness and that kind of thing. But just in general, you know, boundaries are something that will help your life significantly in a lot of areas. And this is something I didn't learn until probably last year. Um, the importance of boundaries in your life. And there's a book that I read. I was going to bring it over here and I didn't, but it's called Boundaries, excuse me, by Cloud and Townsend. And Boundaries is the first book that they wrote. And then they did Boundaries in Marriage and Boundaries in with Kids. Um, Sorry, I'm looking at the books on my bookshelf that have to do with parenting. I would read them all. They're all fantastic. I have them all on my bookshelf. I've read them. They're wonderful books. And Boundaries is actually one of the books that actually changed my life you know sometimes you read books and you're like oh that was life-changing but not really um this one actually did if you put the things you learn into practice excuse me sorry and um I just I want to share it because I think it's something that so many of us miss out on and we don't realize how much it affects our life and of course like I said a lot of these podcasts come from me talking to people throughout the week um, <clears throat> sorry, got like stuff. And I was talking to a mom in particular, and they were just struggling. They were like, I don't know how to do all of this. I don't know how to be the mom, be the wife, you know, take care of the kids, be the parent, take care of myself. I don't, I'm, oh, I don't know how to do all of this. And so I, asked them I said well do you have a schedule and they were like like what kind of schedule and I said well a schedule for your entire day and they didn't and I think that doesn't have to do with boundaries but as a side note I think it's really important to do your best to live your day off of a schedule as best you can like my husband and I will do our schedule for the next day the night before and then discuss that with one another sorry I was like totally fine before I started talking. Um, And that's really important because it gives you like a boundary or a guideline as to how your day is going to be set up for the next day. And that doesn't mean you have to follow it to the T. Life happens, especially as a parent. Um, You know, the kids want you to to play or they had something at school come up or they had a sports thing or they don't feel good or something happens is it's not that you have to stick to it to a T and feel like a failure if you don't it's to do your best to stick to it to be as productive as possible so that's a side note I think everybody should do their best to live off of a schedule um it doesn't have to be super strict it could even be time blocking um sorry but that matters um if you don't have a schedule you're just kind of willy-nillying about your day right and if you don't it, it's kind of like budgeting right you should know where all of your money is going and if you don't your money will run you same thing with time you should know where your time is going because if you don't your time will run you and time is the most precious commodity that we have and 
we're not ever going to stop it. We're not ever going to slow it down, but we can't control what we do with our time. And so that's a total side note, went down a rabbit hole about schedules, but I just think that everybody should run off of a schedule. Um, so back to boundaries, they were telling me, no, I don't really have a schedule. They were like, I just feel like my life <clears throat> is completely consumed by my children. They just, they want to play with me all the time and I want to be a good parent. I want to play with them. I want to give them attention, uh, but then I end up playing with them and I don't get my workout in or I don't eat lunch or, you know, I, I'm so overwhelmed at the end of the day because all I've done is play with my kids that I stay up to have some alone time and then I end up snacking and then I end up not going to bed until late. So I'm only getting, you know, four or five hours of sleep because they're up early the next morning and it's just this bad cycle. And as this mom was telling me this, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been there. I've been there. You know, I used to be the person where I would stay up until like one o'clock in the morning because I was like, I didn't have any alone time during the day or uh, any time to do anything for myself. And so I would stay up reading or I would stay up watching a show or I would stay up sometimes just sitting in the quiet and eating a snack because as a parent, that's gold. Like it's gold to just sit down in silence and do something without the kids screaming and just exist without the chaos. But then I was doing the same thing. I wasn't going to bed until one o'clock. Well, the kids get up at 5.36. So then I'm getting uh, four or five hours of sleep and then I don't feel good because I'm tired and then I'm grumpy and then I'm like, oh, I'm so tired, I don't wanna do anything. And we're snuggling on the couch to watch shows because mommy's tired and I'm unproductive and it's just this spiral of things, right? So what I shared with her is that my husband and I decided to set boundaries. And I do think the schedule ties into this a little bit because we made a schedule and our kids are included in this schedule and we stick to that schedule, which creates boundaries between our children and us. So one of the biggest boundaries I was telling this mom is that we have quiet time every single day. And it doesn't necessarily mean nap time because uh, you know our son is four and our daughter is two, um, but it's quiet time. And they each have to go to their own place and it's, it's an hour and a half to two hours where they have to stay there and, and do their thing. So like our daughter goes in her room and she does quiet time. Sometimes she watches a show, sometimes she plays, um, sometimes she reads. She can do whatever she wants in her room. She has to stay in her room for quiet time, the entirety of quiet time. And our son will either watch a show or play games. We have like um, educational games that he can play. And he has to stay in the living room and, and do that during quiet time. And during that one and a half to two hours of quiet time, mommy gets to do what mommy wants. And if daddy's home, daddy gets to do what daddy wants. And the kids know that. And we've taught them to respect that boundary of quiet time. And it took some time and it took some effort. And there's a little frustration in the beginning, you know, because our daughter's two, so she would come out of her room every couple of minutes and be like, I need this, I need that, hold me, right? But number one, it's teaching them that it's okay sometimes to be alone. I'm not saying for long periods of time, but that it's okay for them to be alone and entertain themselves. And number two, it's teaching them that people have boundaries, including their mom and their dad. And we have boundaries because we have to have time to pour into ourselves. So typically during that time, I will work out. So it gives me an uninterrupted workout time for the most part, unless they need a snack or something. Um, 
And that's when I pour into myself. Or sometimes I'll take a nap. There's times when I'm exhausted. The kids are up all night. They didn't sleep. We all went to bed on time, but one of them was up every hour on the hour for whatever reason, right? And so I'll lay down and take a nap on the couch next to my son. Or I'll read a book or I'll catch up on work. But it's time that is allotted to me that I get to pour into myself because through the schedule and talking and understanding, we created a boundary that is kept between our children and us. And it's something most of the time they look forward to it every day. Like our son every day is like, is it quiet time yet? Is it quiet time? Because he, he's okay having that time to be alone and <clears throat> play or watch a show or <clears throat> play games, you know, whatever. That's time for him as well. It's time without his sister. It's time without his parents, you know, and the kids actually enjoy it. And I think what happens is, is that as we grow older, we think that we have to please everybody by saying yes to everything. And we can become overscheduled, overworked, um, overstimulated in life because we don't hold to our boundaries. So even if you look at outside of being a parent, <clears throat> you can look at boundaries in relationships, right? Like maybe you work out every evening after work. Maybe that's when you decided like, hey, I stopped by the gym on my way home and, and that's what I can do. And a friend texts you and is like, hey, come over for dinner. We're watching the game, whatever. And in your mind, you're like, oh, like I'm supposed to work out today. I'm supposed to work out during that time. But I don't want to let this friend down. And so you start this conversation in your head of, all right, well, I can work out tomorrow. And they're not going to invite me over tomorrow. So I'm just going to say yes. I'm going to go over to their house and watch the game. And I'm not going to work out today. But then... You're compromising on your boundaries. So you set these boundaries and you're now compromising on them because you want to please other people. Again, I've been there. <clears throat> I typically work out kind of midday and Wednesday is a half day at school and we live in a cul-de-sac and sometimes, especially in like the spring, all the kids will go out after school and that's typically my workout time. And so sometimes I'd be like, oh, it's Wednesday, I forgot. And I would just be like, all right, yes, we can all go play. And I would just be like, I'm not going to work out today. That's me compromising on a boundary that I set up where I'm like, this is my workout time. This is my time to do what's important to me. And I compromise on that because I'm like, oh, I don't want the kids to be upset. And, you know, I don't want the other moms to, to think that I don't want to see them or I don't want to hang out with them or that the workout's more important to them, right? We start placing you know, things above our boundaries and then we end up compromising them. And that's why most people aren't successful in their health and fitness and in their life because they constantly compromise on their boundaries. For instance, say your boundary is, uh, you know, maybe say you decide to just eat whole foods only and you've let everybody know that, but then your family's like, Hey, it's a birthday dinner. Come over. And they're like, Oh, like just, just don't worry about it. You can just, you know, you can, you can not eat your diet for one night, etc. They're, they're pushing your boundary. I'm not saying they're doing it to be hurtful or harmful or anything like that, but you have to be like, Hey, that's, it's my boundary to eat like this. It's, it's what I'm choosing to do. And I don't appreciate you saying that. I would really like your support. And most of the time people are like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to push anything. Like, is there food you want to bring? Or is there something I can cook for you? Whatever. But most of the time we don't speak up to protect the boundaries that we've set up in our life. 
or we don't hold to them. And so we let people encroach on them or we bring them down ourselves and then we're upset at other people. Like, for instance, you know, if you had a friend in your life that was kind of like a, a friend and they, you know, maybe they didn't support, like, your family rules. Like, maybe you've told all your friends, like, hey, our kids go to bed at, well, let's just say family. I don't know. This is maybe a better example. You say, hey, our kids go to bed at 7, 7.30 every night. So if we can do family events earlier in the day, that would be helpful. But if this family member schedules family events for the evening every single time, you know, maybe they're like, dinner starting at 6.30, and you're like, okay, well, our kids go to bed at 7, 7.30. <clears throat> that might be frustrating because they're not respecting the boundary you set up, but you're bringing down your own boundary when you're like, yes, we'll be there. Why would they respect your boundary if you're not even going to respect it? It might be hard, and it doesn't feel very good sometimes because it feels like confrontation. But if you don't hold to your boundaries, other people aren't going to respect them either. If you can't respect the boundaries that you set up, nobody else is going to respect it either. Why would they? They're like, well, yeah, they said their kids go to bed at 7.30, but they, they come to the dinners at 6.30 every single time. So why, why would we change that? But when you start to say, hey, we're not going to be there. Like, I'm so, you know, it means so much to me that you invited us. We would love to be there, but our kids go to bed between 7 and 7.30, and we like to keep to the schedule, so we're not going to be there. If you, if you do a lunch next time, we'll totally be there. We'd love to be there. We're sad. We're going to miss you guys. That's holding to your boundary, and it's with, without creating confrontation. It's just saying, this is, this is our boundary. We're going to hold to it because this is what we set up, and we're asking that you respect it. And if you don't, that's fine. We just won't be there. Doesn't mean we don't love you. Doesn't mean we don't want to be around you. This is just a boundary that matters to us. And you can do the same in your health and fitness. If you say, this is what time I work out every day. You know, I've even had this conversation with my husband where he was like, oh my gosh, I feel like, you know, you sometimes put your workouts over like when I want to hang out with you. And this was early in marriage, by the way. And I was like, hey, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear that you feel that way. This is so important to me, and it's, a, it's my boundary of my schedule that this is what time I work out every day. And so if you can please just respect that I need this hour to go take care of myself and pour into myself, take care of my health and fitness, then I can better pour into our marriage because I'm feeling healthy, because my health is taken care of. And he began to understand that it had nothing to do with the fact that I didn't want to hang out with him. Of course I wanted to hang out with him. He's my husband. However, I needed to stick to what I said I was going to do and hold that boundary to take care of myself. Because this is where I think boundaries struggle and where I think health and fitness struggles, for, especially as we get older and as we become parents, is that we begin to serve everybody else in our lives. And there's nothing wrong with serving people. There isn't. Right? But for a lot of us, there comes a point where we began to be walked on and we look at it as servanthood. <clears throat> Saying yes to your kids all the time is not always serving them. Saying yes to friends and family all the time is not always serving them. It's saying, hey, I'm the yes man. I'll say yes to anything to make everyone happy. And now you've become a people pleaser and a doormat. And I can say that because that was my life. I hate I'm getting better at it, so I should say I hated. Confrontation of any kind, even if, 
even if it was like me just saying no to going somewhere, it made me feel bad. I would like cry about it and I'd be like, I feel so guilty. Like, I don't want to say no, but I really don't want to go. And my husband would be like, then just say no. Like there's no wrong answer. Right? And I think when we learn to set boundaries in our lives of what's most important to us and hold to them, then people, like I said, will begin to respect our boundaries and then we are able to feed ourselves to be able to pour into others. And and I think that's, I just think it's so important as a parent, as a spouse, as an employee or an employer, and you hear everybody say this, oh, you can't pour from an empty cup. I'm not saying that you can't serve people at all if your cup is empty. I think sometimes, you know, maybe you're having a bad day and going and serving people, like loving on them or buying your best friend a coffee or, you know, buying your husband lunch, that is serving them. And I think that will fill your cup in turn, even if it's empty. But I think there's a difference. Most people think of serving people as giving 100% of yourself no matter what. Like it's ultimate servanthood to just give 100% of yourself to everybody around you because that's what you're supposed to do. And I disagree. You know, my husband and I get up early every morning before the kids get up. He gets up at 5.30. I get up at 6.30. Um, and he has two hours to himself before the kids ever wake up. So he gets his workout done. He reads his Bible. He does his prayer. He does his journaling. He reads a book. He gets, he makes his coffee and he just sits in the quiet and reads his coffee. Um, you know, so that first hour is he gets to work out. And then that second hour is he just gets to be, um, essentially alone and pouring his own cup before the kids ever wake up, before he goes to work. I wake up an hour before the kids get up and I will pray, I will read my Bible, I will do school, um, and then if I have time, I'll, I'll start a little bit of work. Or sometimes we'll come out here and sit together and talk if we have time before the kids get up. And that's really wonderful to just have time for the two of us. And that is a sacrifice to, you know, wake up that early in the day and, you know, do it every day. But it's brought so much fulfillment in our lives because we're getting time to fill up our cup to be able to serve our children to be able to serve you know for mark his co-workers um for me to be able to serve my husband and again part of keeping that boundary is that we go to bed earlier so like when people invite us over for late night things we don't typically do it unless it's the weekend like we just don't because that's a boundary of ours. We're going to go to bed early so we can get up early so we can fill our cups so we can be more for people. And so, you know, I, I want you guys to just consider this week, like, what are some boundaries you wish you had? Or what are boundaries you say you have? And are you holding to them? Like, honest to goodness, are you holding to them? And it might burn some relationships. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you have somebody in your life you feel like you always have to say yes to and you don't want to, that's not a good relationship. They're not benefiting your life. They're not pouring anything into it. And this is something that they kind of talk about in the in the book. Um, and so, you know, I'm going to kind of paraphrase. And I would absolutely read the book 
Um, but something I learned from reading the book is the value of the relationships that you have and the boundaries that get kept in them. And if you have people in your life that won't respect your boundaries um, at all, then they shouldn't be in your life, friends or family. And I'm, I'm not saying you have to completely excommunicate them, never talk to them again, remove them, whatever. But if someone is not benefiting your life in some way, shape, or form, and I think each person that comes into our life can fill a different part of our cup, but if they're not bringing any positivity in and they're taking time away from what's important to you, then they shouldn't be in your life. And that sounds really harsh, but there's a lot of freedom in removing friendships out of obligation. And even when I say friendship, sometimes that does come into family. It doesn't mean you don't have to see them. It doesn't mean, you know, you don't have to love on them at holidays. It doesn't mean you can't talk to them when they talk to you or go over when they invite you if you want to. But having a healthy understanding of boundaries in all relationships is going to drastically change your life. And it's hard. It's hard to say no. It's hard to put your foot down and be like, no, this is my boundary. This is what I'm doing. Whether that's you and your husband, whether that's you and your children, you and your workouts, you and your diet, you and your sleep schedule, they're all boundaries that have to be kept and respected by the people you choose to have in your life. And your life is never gonna move forward unless they don't. And there's tools in those books that they give you to help people, to help you help people around you respect the boundaries that you set. Um, but I'm, I'm telling you guys, it was, it was like life-changing for me. It was so eye-opening how many things I said mattered, how many boundaries I said I had, but I didn't hold to them. And how much it was hurting my just my self-development, my self-progress. And when my husband and I finally started, um, finally decided to start enacting those boundaries and keeping them no matter what, our life, like we just felt like we could breathe again. We felt like we could just take a breath. We felt like we had control, full control over our lives, which allowed us, you know, as part of taking full responsibility and ownership of everything that we do, and if we, you know, we realized that if we decided to go over to a friend's house and we really didn't want to and then we were upset about it, that was our fault. It wasn't our friend's fault. That was our fault for saying yes and not sticking to our boundary. Or if we decided to, to break our boundary, then we would accept, you know, okay, we didn't work out today because we decided to, to break it and go over and do this. Or we decided to eat the cake. And that's okay because we took ownership of it, but it was a decision that we knew we had full control over because we had fully set our boundaries and stuck to them. And so <clears throat> I hope this helps, whether you're a parent or not, whether you're married or not. Um, I just think it's, it's something that just gets glanced over or missed, right? Like you go on Instagram, you go on Facebook, you see all the fitness influencers and they're like, oh, drink your, and I'm totally guilty of this. So I'm not trying to dog on any fitness influencers. Um, but you know, they're like, drink your water, get your workout in, Monday motivation, workout Wednesday. I've done all those things. And I still, to a degree, do those things. But because I'm talking to you guys in this space and in this realm, and I'm not trying to reach as many people as possible on a social media platform, if you will, the reality of it is 
You have to have a schedule and you have to have boundaries and you have to keep to them to be successful, period. Ask any successful person, like really, truly successful person, if you could sit them down and ask them, and I've had the luxury of listening to some people um, or reading some books of some very successful people, and they talk about the fact that they have a schedule every single day for their lives, and it might not look the same every day because, you know, maybe they're running a business or they're, you know, it, it doesn't have to re- repeat every single day. But they talk about the fact that they make a schedule, they stick to the boundaries of that schedule, they have boundaries in their life, in their relationships, and then they do what they say they were going to do. And they take ownership of it. And I think that's so important. And I just think it's something that doesn't get talked about. Because, we, you know, it's a lot of like, how do I do this stuff? And that's something that people just don't know. Like, I didn't know. I thought I knew how to stick to my boundaries, but I didn't. And it took reading that book and applying what I read to put that into practice. It took listening to podcasts and putting it into practice. It took listening to people, talking to people, getting coaches in my life that <clears throat> I listened to and I put what they said into practice. So my hope, my takeaway for you guys this week is that, like I said, you can sit down and with your significant other, your spouse, or if you're single, do it by yourself. But talk about the boundaries that you want to have in your life that you want to set up and that matter to you guys and then come up with a plan of how you're going to stick to them. I also want to encourage you to make a schedule the night before for the next day. What do you have? Do you have doctor's appointments? Do you have to go grocery shopping? Um, Do you have to go to the kid's school for a play or is there a project your kids have to get done? Uh, What is your work different? Are you off? What What does all of that look like? And schedule the most important things first, which include working out, movement of some kind. I'm always going to bring it back to health and fitness. Schedule the important things, the non, or the things that you can't compromise on, and then build everything else around it. Fill everything else in around it. So time for yourself should not be compromised. That should be a boundary. Even if it's 30 extra minutes in the morning, you can get up 30 minutes earlier. You can, I promise you can. There's no excuse not to. So fill your cup, and I say first thing in the morning because it sets up your day. I'm not a morning person. I do not like getting up early. I never have, you can ask my parents, there's running jokes in the family about it. I don't like mornings. I've learned to love the mornings, especially as a mom, and the like serenity that it brings waking up before my children and filling up my cup. So dads, if there's any men listening and you're a dad, you need to do the same for yourself because you'll be a better husband for your wife and you'll be better for yourself. So first thing on your schedule is time for yourself. You guys can do whatever you want and you stick to that boundary. Second thing on your schedule is probably your job if you work put that down because um, you can't compromise on that um, and the next thing needs to be working out to some degree that could be a walk that could be stretching that could be swimming going to the gym playing basketball a workout doesn't have to always look like picking up weights but moving your body is going to make you feel better it's going to benefit your life you're going to release endorphins which are the feel-good hormones and all the good things will come from it. You will never 
feel bad for choosing to work out during your day. You'll never finish and be like, I wish I would have never done that. I mean, maybe if you did a terrible CrossFit workout. But an hour later, I was like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. Right? Maybe not right after. So time for yourself. Work if you have it. And then workout time. And then from there, you can fill in any of the fun things. Anything you want to do. Do you want to go do something with your kids? Do you want to go do something with your wife? Do you want to go do something with your guy friends, your girlfriends? Do you just want to come home and and clean or have some quiet time? Do you have chores you have to get done that you need to schedule? Like that's fill in what's most important first. Make those boundaries that you're not compromising on is a boundary that you've set up, right? It's like putting up a fence. A boundary is, you know, if you put a fence around your house and you're like, this is my boundary, you wouldn't let somebody cross it unless you said it was okay. If somebody just walked over your fence and walked into your house without you saying it's okay, you'd be like, excuse me, <laughs> what are you doing? Or I'm going to call the cops, right? Like that would not be okay. So why do we constantly allow people to cross our metaphorical boundary for the things in our life and just be like, oh, it's fine. Like even if your sister came over and like climbed over your fence without any warning without saying anything you'd be like what the heck are you doing you're like i'm glad you're here but what in the world or i had stuff to do like you never be like oh yes hi come on in like that would just you'd be like what that applies to all the other boundaries in our life just because it's not a physical fence that somebody's crawling over they essentially are and if you choose to let them in then it needs to be okay. If you're the one breaking your own boundary, you can't be mad at the world. That's your fault. Period. It's your fault. So stop being mad at everybody else. If you see somebody climbing your fence and you don't want them to, but you say, okay, come on in. You can't be upset. You just let them in. Instead of saying, no, mm, I'm sorry. I can't do this right now. Not today. We can reschedule for another day. Or I have things I have to do, right? So think about the boundaries in your life in the sense of a physical boundary of a fence and would you let that person in during that time? Even if it's your children, right? It matters. So before I go down any more rabbit holes or take up any more of your time, sorry, it's driving me crazy. Um, I, ho I hope this helps. I hope this is eye-opening. It was super eye-opening for me. And like I said, please go get the book. Please read it. I read it in like three days. Um, it was so good. Um, but I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a good day. I hope you really actually start putting some boundaries in place and sticking to them. Um, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. Um, probably the easiest way is on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Aaron underscore 9110. You can follow me, send me a message, ask me any questions. I don't have all the answers, but I can share what I've learned along the way. So I hope you guys have a good day, and I will talk to you next week. Bye, y'all.